Okay, I'm hungry because Julie Buso is here. Hi, Julie. Hi there, Jessie. How are you? Good, thanks. What's new for you? Oh, well, um, I've started my university course. So, yes. Yeah, for people who weren't here last time, you're, um, you're taking some training in, well, you're already a great writer, but you're taking some training in uh, creative yeah. writing. Yeah, it's a master's degree in um, creative writing. So it's, uh, it started last week on the Wednesday. So Thursday, of course, our second day, that was the day of, uh, you know, dreadful incident downtown and mm. series off and all that kind of thing. But anyway, we got through that. Uh, so, yeah, it's great fun. That's keeping me nice and busy. <laughs> yes, it hasn't been too traumatising having other people critique your work so far. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that'll be one of the hardest parts yeah. of doing one of those writing courses. Next time, I, next time I'm on, I'll um, I'll let you know because I know that's coming up in a week. So, yeah. yeah, it'd be be bad when they uh, when they got it wrong, but probably even worse when they get it right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not allowed to say anything, so you just have to sit there and kind of absorb it. Which is, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Can you roll? Can you roll your eyes at least and make strange sounds with you like ugh. <laughs> No, you're not allowed to make eye contact. <laughs> you just got to sit there as if you're a right, criminal, so, like a criminal in yeah. court, and the jury. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you cannot thanks. defend your work. No, no, okay. Hey, thanks. Um, thank you for thinking of steamed date pudding. I think this is exactly what the world needs in late July. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you know we've got a lot of cold weather here, uh, and and I think it's a great thing to to make as well because. It's not very expensive for a start, and it does fill you up, boy, does it ever. Uh, and the thing is, once it's made, it just ticks away, gently steaming for about one and a half hours, and it fills the kitchen with lovely smells, and you know you've got some more to come after you've, you've had your dinner, so that's always a good... Uh, you know, yeah, true, yeah. true. You don't need to load up on the first savoury course and <laughs> leave yeah. some room. Well, you can- yeah, you can make it, you know, spread that out a bit further perhaps. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you grew up with steam pods, but, but I certainly did. They were a, a regular dessert in, in my family. Yeah, and is steamed pod the one that you have sometimes with a bit of custard as well? Yes, generally you'd have custard. I mean, these days people might want to have ice cream or cream or something, mm. but, but custard was the traditional thing. And, and you used to make them with suet, and that's the fat that's around the the kidneys of, of animals, and, mm-hmm. um, and the reason they used that was, well, obviously, you know, nose to tail, using every bird yeah. animal, um, and also, so it does make the pudding light, and it does give it some flavour, but, but I've, I've switched over to butter because um, so it does tend to put some people off, and it's, it's quite hard to find, but, but absolutely just swap it out. Uh, for suet, if you wish to, in, in this in this recipe, no problems at all. Um, yeah. You say it's got a bit of a bad reputation in some quarters. Um, um, suet, you mean? Oh, just um, the steam pudding in general. Oh, the steam, steam pudding. Yes, and I think it's because we used to hand the recipes down. You know, your grandma, your, your mum, and to you, and and you'd you'd learn all the little tips, but. Um, I think if, if those tips aren't written down and you haven't seen them, a lot of people coming into cooking don't fully understand oh, yeah. um, those little things. And so if you ever have a bad steam pudding, and by that I mean one that's a bit um, kind of like soggy or sodden, mm. it can really put you off steam pudding forever. You think, ooh, you know, not, not going there. But um, so I think if you if you do learn a few tips, I think it's, it's it's really good because then you can make these beautiful light 
puddings, which everyone seems to enjoy. So, so that's the idea on on a bit so, more information. Yeah. So, how are we going to make it so it tastes good then, Julie? Um, would you like tips or would you like the ingredients? Take well, take us through however however, you, however you'd like to do it. Uh, okay. Well, um, I would say the important things are having the right bowl. Um, for my recipe, I've got a five cup or a one point two five liter um, bowl, and I use a china bowl. And two reasons for that: um, it gives a little bit of protection to the uh, pudding when it's cooking. And also, once you've taken the pudding out of the, the pan of simmering water, um, the china will take ages to cool down, so it'll keep your pudding warm for a lot longer than, say, if you used a glass like Pyrex or ah. if you used um, a metal pudding basin. The metal pudding basins you quite often use for Christmas pudding, yeah. but you've got really high fruit content and you've got more fat in them, and so that sort of seems to, to um, make that work a little bit more easily. But you I'm know, having a bit of difficulty. Bowl? I'm having a bit of difficulty picturing the china china pudding bowl. Um, well, if you think of the old crown lin bowl, so um, whitish or cream china, and I've got sort of graduate graduated circles going around the outside. Yeah, okay. I've had to Google but them, but now that. I'm with you. Yeah, now I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> If you, um, oh, here's uh, Charlotte so, Ryan's here, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, if you ever get the chance to see one of those bowls in an op shop, grab it, because yeah. you cannot get bowls like that these days. <laughs> well, well, you can't get the Crown Lynn ones, they're hard, but you can get um, Mason Cash as an English um, uh, company, and they make very good uh, pudding bowls, and they uh, are sold. Yeah, um, I've got them here called uh, Pudding Basins, Julie. Does that sound right yep. to you? Yeah. Yes, Pudding Basin is... is thick walls time. and tall, thick, pronounced rims around the top. Yep, okay. that's good one. one. Good one, all okay, on the same page so, then. Yeah, um, so butter that. Um, and then the trick here is that we um, want to cover the pudding with paper because if you don't, uh, you'll get some moisture coming off the, the um, top of the inside of the saucepan lid and then that will make your pudding soggy. So oh. it's really important you cover that. Now, tin foil doesn't work as well because... Um, for some reason, the moisture seems to be attracted to that a bit more, and again, um, it gets underneath it and, and goes onto your pudding. Mm. So, um, if you use baking paper, you take a piece of baking paper, you fold it in half, you make a pleat in it in case the pudding swells up and rises a wee bit, and then it's got a bit of room to, to move without it kind of um, squeezing upside or whatever. Um, and then you butter the paper, put the pleat back. In place, and then that's ready to go on top of the pudding when you've I'm made so it. I'm so sorry. What do you mean by a pleat? Um, well, do you know what a pleat on your uh, shirt or a dress is? You know, it's a piece folded Help over. Help me out, Charlotte. Oh, yeah, she's demonstrating. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm doing a little fold. Yeah. So like a pleat, like... Yeah. Yeah, almost like I that. Ac- I have actually put pictures of this on <laughs> um, Shared Kitchen. So, okay, thanks. Um, yeah, on my website. So I've got, I've got how to, to fold a piece of paper over and make a pleat. And, and when you see it, it's so easy. So um, that's your piece of paper. That's buttered. Um, and then you make your pudding. You put the paper on top. You tie it with string. You make a little handle with string so you can lift the pudding in and out uh, of the saucepan really easily. Um, and... That's the little bit of preparation that you want. And you want a pan, a saucepan, where the, the um, bowl is, is kind of um, not 
too big. Uh, not the bowl too big, I mean the pan not too big. Um, so that the water doesn't evaporate really quickly because if it does, it runs out, well, you're going to have a problem. So you want the, the bowl to be fitting just quite nice and snug in your saucepan. Um, so sort of about a medium-sized saucepan is generally the thing. Um, and so for the pudding, it's really easy because you just sift 120 grams of self-raising flour, a pinch of salt, half a teaspoon of mixed spice, rub in 90 grams of unsalted butter, uh, and uh, you can do that with um, two knives or with a pastry cutter with your fingertips, just like when you're making scones. Whisk up a um, couple of eggs, two medium free-ranged eggs, a tablespoon of golden syrup, and two tablespoons of milk. Those are your liquid ingredients. And in that um, flour and butter mixture, you want to have 30 grams, it's a couple of tablespoons of fresh white breadcrumbs. They will help make the pudding nice and light. Oh. Uh, three tablespoons of soft brown sugar to give some flavor. And then your dates. And you want 170 grams of nice soft dates, Jesse, not ones that um, you've had at the back of your cupboard for... <laughs> <laughs> you know, what have you been doing snooping in the back of my cupboard, <laughs> Julie Buso? <laughs> Saying. I don't yeah, know, but just yeah. in case. <laughs> no, very accurate, very accurate. Thank you. Yeah. Um, they need to be pitted and chopped. Add those. A uh, little bit of um, grated lemon rind just to counteract that sweetness. And you just mix all that together, pour that into your basin, put your paper covering on, tie it around, make your little loop, your handle through the string, put it into your saucepan. Boiling water one third of the way up the bowl, lid on, bring to the boil, turn it down to the lowest setting, one and a half hours, it just simmers away. Oh, big thing, the clattering of that basin in that pot will drive you insane. <laughs> so, <laughs> you must, you must put a little cloth, like a little clean dishcloth, something like that, um, on the base of the pan. It won't burn because it's in water, and you put the basin on top of that, and you don't get the clattering. Oh, my gosh, so that's you're important. good. When you're good. you lift the lid off to check about halfway through that you've still got water there, don't want to boil it dry, um, lift the lid up and weigh. Don't let the drips come back onto the pudding, most important. Pour boiled water from the kettle uh, if you need to top it up so that you don't lower the the heat of the water and it keeps on cooking at the same momentum. Lid back on and eat your dinner and pudding is smelling magnificent. <laughs> it is, it is. This is this is one of the more tricky recipes you've shared with us, Julie, I've got to say. I'm looking at your excellent photography. We've got the recipe on our website, but I would recommend going to sharedkitchen.co.nz to get your head around the string and the paper and the handle and the pot and the bowl. <laughs> but well, the recipe, it. the recipe itself is really easy because it's made on the rubbing in method, yeah. which is what you use to make scones. Um, it's just got dates and it's just got lemon juice, uh, lemon zest in it, um, and a couple of more ingredients. But but that that's not a difficult uh, thing to make at all. But you you do need to get that paper on top so you don't make it into a soggy a soggy pudding. But it's, if you've got the pictures, it's. A doddle. If I can do it, and I can't sew a button on, but if I can make a pleat <laughs> and make a string handle, anyone can, I tell you that. <laughs> I, I don't think we'll have time for the homemade custard, um, but you think it's worth making your own custard, Julie, rather than just buying it from the supermarket? 
I know most people are going to buy it ready made. <laughs> and, um, good on them. Um, but, you know, if you've got the milk and you've got the, the eggs uh, and you like fiddling around, uh, yes, it's, it's lovely because it's, it's silkier and smoother. Uh, it's just a gorgeous thing to have. But I know most people will probably opt for um, um, cream or ice cream. I mean, a blob of cold ice cream on a hot steam pudding is, you know, I mean... That's not a bad combination. No. You're not going to judge us for buying custard from the supermarket? Absolutely not. Done it myself. Okay. Nice to talk to you. Thanks so much. Great recipe. Cool. Good one.